It's starting to get be more than our age. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> this is 42. Yeah. yeah. This year. This year. This is 42. 42, 42. Right. You're, okay, so 42. All right. All right. So cool. we are uh, rolling on awesome. Creative Moonlighting. Welcome, Chris Norcus. Welcome, Chris. Thank Cocktails you. from home. Thank you so much. This is awesome. I'm so excited to be here. It's going to be the best episode ever for us, at least. Yeah. We are surrounded right now by beautiful colors and liquids, and I can't wait to make this something that we get to um, consume, but we're going to... Started off with a, a little bit of celebrating, right? I think we're going to celebrate with a popping of a bottle because yes. this will be the first time we've done that on a show. All right, Chris, we're going to let you handle that, though. Yes, yes. I brought a lot of booze with me. I hope, uh, <laughs> I hope that's cool. So, um, it's a I bar figured, episode. You know, we're talking about Italy and Aperol Spritz is like this classic Italian drink that pretty much everybody who goes to Italy, they come back and talk about Aperol Spritz. So, it's not only just like a great drink to to sip on, but in Italy, they have this custom of like aperitifs, right? So aperitivo in Italy, in Italian, um, and it, it comes from the Latin that means like to open, right? So you're opening the meal. So I thought, let's open the conversation. Oh, right? oh I love okay. it. I tried I to put it. a little thought into this. Symbolism. I told you, storyteller. I told yeah. you. Symbolism there. <laughs> so I also, I was talking to my fiance, Chelsea, and she was like, you should teach how to open the bottle of champagne oh. as well. Everybody gets nervous about this one. Yes, it's a, it's, it's a bit of a daunting thing if you've never done it or if you're not comfortable with it, um, but it's actually super simple. So you've got your cage on top of your cork, right? And this bottle is pressurized, so that's why everybody gets scared. So as soon as you start twisting off this cage, you gotta think of this bottle as like a live grenade. So you always wanna keep your thumb over top of the cork, right, just for safety while you're unscrewing your cage and then that's it, right? So now you've got that and you wanna hold it by two hands, right? So you wanna hold the bottle and the cork and you wanna twist the bottle, not twist the cork. So you're supposed to do it really quiet, right? That's supposed to be like a pssst. But oh. I like to pop a bottle, yeah. right? A yeah. Party and so. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, bring Cheers. your glasses in here. And then in Italian, how do you, what's the proper way to cheers? Salute. Okay. I think. Yeah, I yeah, think so too. Yeah, we're going to go with salute today. <laughs> All right. Hell yes. That looks beautiful. Oh, awesome. my favorite drink. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, yeah. This is amazing. Yeah. And I didn't know that ahead of time, so. Cheers. Cheers. Salute. Salute. Wow. This is the best intro we've ever, yeah, the, ever had. Yeah. Yeah. All we're right. So let's wrap it. Uh, I think we're done. <laughs> we no, we have to be able to consume all of these. <laughs> yes, we do. Yeah. Again, I brought a lot of booze. Sorry. <laughs> so we've got a list of things we've got to cover here, but I mean, honestly, so you and I met, I just want to give a quick background. Yeah. You yeah. and I met luckily um, through Workhorse, through Grant. Yes. So the connection here uh, from our, our previous last episode, episode yep. yes was or no, yes sir. or no, sir. Yes. I am a fan of the podcast. I listened to that uh, Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Like, second. So uh, we did. We got to do some videos for your for your business. Amazing videos, Matt. And like, oh, I'm, we're, I mean, I I'm, couldn't be happier yeah. myself. And at the end of the day, the the coolest part was you know about doing any of those types of things is you meet other people who are into this creative sort of mindset, and you're fresh starting your own business. Yeah. So I just wanted to talk real briefly about, you know, or however extensive you wanted to, yeah. how did this concept start for you? Cocktails from home. 
Um, I'm, I'm going to let you do the, what, what you guys, uh, are really into, but ultimately the way I saw it, we were shooting and, and, um, it was essentially virtual happy hours is the way I saw it exactly. at the beginning. Right. Yep. So I'll let you take it from there. Yeah. It's, uh, it's been a crazy couple of years. Um, so yeah, cocktails from home. We, like you just said, we do virtual happy hours. So it started in COVID, you know, obviously, um, and I'll kind of go into the story of how it got started too, but like, you know, real simply, we just want to focus on bringing people together and having fun, right? So let's, 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 let's take it back, right? So it's probably March or April, uh, 2020, you know, mm -hmm. COVID just right hit, hit. Yep. COVID just hit. We're all just kind of confused as to what's going on in the world. Um, and at that point, um, in my career, I was a, you know, working bartender, uh, working at the domain right out here in Austin mm -hmm. and found myself unemployed, um, got, uh, just a lucky break. Right. So an old manager of mine, um, sent a group chat to me and my fiance. So we, we actually met at work, right. Oh, and he cool. was our boss. And so he sent me and her a group chat and was just like, would you guys be interested in doing a virtual happy hour for a friend of mine? who works at, you know, pretty large tech company here in Austin. Uh, you know, she just wants to do something fun, but kind of hosted by a bartender. And I was like, what are you even talking about? <laughs> like At this point, like nobody had done anything like this. So I was like, you know, I'm unemployed and it's a pandemic. I'm like, yeah, I have to do it. So it was kind of outside of my comfort zone. It was a little outside of the box for me. I was not very... I'd never done anything like that before. And so, you know, I spoke to the the woman at at that company. Her name's Angela. Shout out to Angela. She's she's the one who kind of kicked this whole thing off. Her and, Good job, her and Angela. Kevin. Thank yeah. you, Angela. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, you guys are, you know, always forever in debt to you guys. But uh she had the whole idea planned out from the start. She was like, Hey, so I want to do, you know, three drinks. I want you to teach how to do a martini. Uh, you know, my team's gonna call in and I want us to have a drink like we used to, you know, before all this craziness. And so best manager. Yeah. No joke. Right? I right? wish my manager would have sent me a box of how to make a martini. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. They're doing it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, uh, you know, the, the format then was a little different. We did it kind of food network style. And that was, you know, a collaborative idea where we had the drink off to the side and then, kind of gave them a lesson. It was like, and this is what your drink will look like when it's finished. So you, know? you were in the kitchen. Then. I was actually, so in our old apartment, we had a very small bar. Okay. And so we kind of like rearranged the little dining room to make it look like I was in a bar. Um, you know, Chelsea was kind of holding the phone and kind of zooming in on my hands. Oh. It was like super, we don't know what we're doing. Yeah. Right. You know? But you made it work. We made it work. And I'll tell you, the the thing is that when he hung up, when I hung up from that call, I was like, dude, we got something. Like this is this is legit. This is like let's do this again. Let's do this again. Like this is fun. It's not like it wasn't as awkward as I thought it would be. You know, yeah. I was worried that it would be like, 
kind of boring or whatever, but it's fun. It was engaging, interactive. Was there interaction with your audience or was it a recorded thing that you shared with the team? No, it was live. Okay, so they got to react to, you got to hear or see reactions from them. They were all at their houses on the, and so there was probably a panel of like, what, however many people that were in the room. So at this point I had, not had the idea to even bring up a screen with people. So I couldn't see anybody. Okay. Okay. So they okay. could just see me. And I was just like, I hope they're actually there. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. even know. Um, yeah. There's two like oh, stimulus overload, right? Oh, yeah. Like if you have all these things in front of you yep. and you're trying to look at them. And now I have that down to like, yeah, yeah, you know, I got to that it. down to yeah. science now, uh, but it, it took a while to get there. And so, like I said, we kind of hung up and was just like, you know, we're on to something. Uh, you know, I called some friends and told them about it. I'm like, this is like a really cool thing. And they were like, yeah, great. You know, like come up with a business plan. I'm like, what is a business plan? Like I had no idea, right? <laughs> so anyways, fast yeah. forward like a month or so and I hadn't really heard anything about it. I didn't have a website or a company name or anything like that. And I get a couple extra or a couple other emails from people at that same company. So word of mouth. So they had so much fun yes. at their team build or like their happy hour or whatever. Yes. Oh and my gosh. So word of mouth started to spread. They're like, hey, you know, I hear you're this guy that does these happy hours. And I'm like, yeah, sure. That's me. Of course. Yeah. 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 You know? yeah. yeah. And, uh, and so, uh, yeah, put some more events together. And at this point I was just like the host. I was like the bartender and that's it. Um, and then got hit up by another guy at that same place. And he was like, hey, I hear you do this cool thing, but I want you to send out all the ingredients to people. And I was like, dude, that's a brilliant idea. Like, yeah, yeah let's, okay. let's do that. Like a gift box yes, or like a, yes. a care box. So they can sit and make the drink yeah. with you. Exactly. Exactly. So Instead that's of watching you. Right, right, right. Oh, right. okay, okay. Instead of just giving a lesson, it became way more interactive. Cool. Um, and so then, you know, word spread into other companies too. And so now I'm like, wait a minute. Now there's like people that were, a, a, you know, a friend of somebody that was in an event. And now they're like, well, I want to do it with my company. And I'm like, this oh, is Oh my gosh, awesome. that's amazing. Right? Yeah. So now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fast forward again, right? Because I'm just doing these events here and there. It's kind of like a side hustle. I'm still, you know- unemployed at that point. And, uh, I get, I get the big email, right? So I get the big email and it's like, Hey Chris, um, I want to do another event for my team this time. And we have a hundred people. Can you do that? And I was like, dude, what? Like a hundred people. How many had you done? Like, what was your biggest oh, the, group the, prior? Yeah. The biggest was probably like 12 or 15. Okay. And at the most. you were sending packages yes. off to the 12 to 15. Yep. Right mm -hmm. out of my garage, you know, awesome. just trying to like, you know, cause I'm like one of those guys that like, I'm into packaging, you yeah. know, it's like you get something that's really packaged. Cool. You're like, this is awesome. So I really wanted to like kind of focus on, on that kind of experience of like the unboxing and all that stuff. But a hundred. So now what? So how do you do that? Dude. Did I, you do that? We did it. Yeah. Almost Holy 10 times. Moly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and at this point, so like now I have like a shipping operation. I have a shipping manager. We know what we're doing at this point. I was like, all right, all hands on deck. Like I need all my friends to come over and help. Like <laughs> I'll make know. you a drink. Yes, yes. Yeah. I will order the pizzas. Yes. I will do everything. But like, we got to do this, and it's not going to be easy. And it wasn't, but we did it. And so then that was in October, and I remember logging into that event, and I was just so nervous. I'm like, there's going to be a hundred people watching me. Like this is crazy. <laughs> did you and record it? 
we did, but the recording got like messed oh, up. Damn. I know, I know, I know. I, Cause it went awesome. I was yeah. like, like I said, I was so nervous, but once it started going, it was fun. I don't know. It's like you, you feel like you ever do a job that you're like, you're this is this is my thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that that was it for me. And then so we did that big one. And then, you know, long story short, I was like, all right, Chelsea, we got something here. Like, we need a website. We need a business name. We need I need business cards. I need to figure out how to start a business. I need an LLC. And I'm yeah. like, I've no idea. I've never spoken to a lawyer before in my life. Mm-hmm. I had no idea what was going on. But um, so yeah, first things first was like, we need a website. And so we need a business name. And at that point, I was just going by Virtual Bartenders USA, right? That's what I put on the invoice. And I'm so glad that that domain name was taken because I was like, oh yeah, can we just be virtualbartendersusa.com? And thank- thankfully, right, it was gone. So I was sitting on the couch and uh, Chelsea works from home also. So she was just kind of hanging out, working, and I'm searching for domain names. And I'm like, what is available? What can I do? Like virtual bartender, this doesn't work, that doesn't work. I'm like, do I want to be like, virtualbartendersusa.net. Like, I'm like, right. like, what do I do? I don't know how to do this. And this is like, what I think is, is cool about what we're going to talk about tonight is because like it's the creativity aspect yeah. of it, right? Yeah. So I was just brainstorming ideas and I was like, you know, Chelsea's working from home, work from home, drinks from home, cocktails from home. Like, is that cool? I don't know. I was like, Chelsea, is this cool? She's like, go for it. Yes. So yeah, just bought the domain, cocktailsfromhome.com. You know, Which I'm sure yeah. you had no competition with that, right? No, like, nobody. Yeah, because yeah. this was how early. This was very beginning of pandemic. This was like <clears throat> so. At this point, this was like October 2020. Okay, yeah. So it had been a few months of just trying to make this like a side hustle. Yep. And then I was like, wait a sec. This is this is legit. Um, and so yeah, I went on Squarespace and put together a website. Um, all by myself. I had no idea how to do that either, yeah. but did oh, it yeah. <clears throat> like in a Saturday afternoon Yeah, and got great, um, you know, feedback on that too. I had, uh, some meetings with people in like different, uh, Hollywood studios trying to put virtual events together. And they were like, I love your website. I'm like, dude, really? Really? Yeah. yeah. Like I did that Saturday. Did, did that you have Saturday, any yeah. previous? <laughs> so I am curious about this because, yeah. um, this, this is actually one of the pieces for Griffin Co. Productions. Um, we have a YouTube channel with all of our videos, but we're also working on a website, same thing, Squarespace. And if you don't have background on any kind of web design, Mm -hmm. it's a little tedious. So did you, did you have background? No. So you just played with the different, um, layouts that they had. Exactly. I took it like the simplest route possible. I was basically like, well, let me put a picture as the background. Yep. Let me, because uh, at that point I had been, I had thought about, you know, doing more Instagram live as like an avenue of reaching people, I guess you could call it. But um, that really wasn't working out, but I had them recorded. So I, I took all the footage that I had and found a, what do you call that? Like a template, uh, like a video editor, okay. you, know, oh. you know, similar to you guys online. I was like, hey, can you splice this into something? Right. And, uh, and just put that on the top of the website, you know, put a couple like customer quotes and some other pictures I took on my iPhone and, and just made it happen. And I'll kind of, I'll kind of fast forward a little bit. And then this will, this is going to wrap up the whole origin of this whole thing. But 
So then after we do that hundred person event, I'm like, all right, now we got a website. I have my first ever business card. I'm like, I feel like I'm, you know, <laughs> yeah. hot stuff. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and so I'm like, uh, we need to advertise. Like if, if these couple of companies that I'm in now fell in your lap, fell too. in my lap, yeah. right. Just out of like fell out of the sky. If they have the, I don't want to say budget, right. But if they have like the need for this, right. To have their teams come together, have fun, have a drink. Like, you know, we used to, then other companies do too. Mm -hmm. Right. So I launched a Google ad in November with the idea uh -huh. of like capitalizing on, uh, holiday parties. And, oh, perfect. And I was like, yeah. So like, I'm like, nobody can go to their Christmas party this year, right? So I did that and dude, it, it blew up. Like, So were you busy all December and November? I, I remember I said to Chelsea. Yeah, because we didn't talk. I remember we were, I was supposed to be cutting those videos and I was like, I, I haven't heard from them. I wonder. I it was crazy, crazy. So uh, I said to Chelsea, I was like, man, it'd be really cool if, you know, down the road, we get this thing to be so big that I can't even take all the gigs that I need to like hire bartenders. And she's like, yeah, that, that would be the dream. And I'm thinking like that would happen in a couple of years. It happened in like a month. Oh and like my the, the next month I had like, uh, I have like four gigs on a, like oh, a certain one Thursday. Day. And I'm like, I literally can't do them all. So I started hitting up all my old friends I used to bartend with. And the, the, the cool thing about this concept is that you don't need to be in Austin. Like I'm in Austin, but I hired my old roommate oh, and my good great. buddy from uh, back in Jersey. I hired, uh, you know, a couple guys that I worked with out here in Austin, a guy from Arizona. And we like, we, we hammered it through that holiday season and it was insane. Absolutely insane. And so did you have That's to That's when, awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah before y'all did that, you knew that they were good bartenders and good with people. I mean, because half of bartending, or I don't know what the what bartending. Well, I want to talk about say, this. It's definitely, yeah. I, yeah, like is the person people to people totally. interaction, right? Like you guys totally. are. Every time that I sit down with a bartender that is really That's good, good, yeah, they are. They can like listen and respond, and you know they're quick witted or whatever Quick i don't with know a joke and a light of your smoke right? yeah, yeah exactly right it's, so, true. Yeah, it's, it's true. true does it was it a challenge for that to translate in a virtual setting uh yeah that's a great question it actually felt so natural that it's it, it shocks me and everybody else who does these events so like i said we had three you know two guys and a gal who came on the team in the beginning and you know i had been doing I had probably like 20 events under my belt at that point. And after they did their first couple, I, I first thing I asked, I'm like, does it feel like real bartending to you? And they're like, dude, so much. Cause really? it, I know it's crazy, right? Cause you have the whole process of it. You set up your bar with your bottles and your glassware and your juices and all those things. And then you go through the actual event and it, just like you said, it's very conversational. It's very interactive. You really want to, you know, the way I tell people that we bring on now is uh, I'm like, you're an entertainer and an educator. You're not a bartender, really. You're, yeah. you're teaching some people some cool lessons about mixology, if you want to call it that, or bartending, cocktail creating. Uh, and you're, you got to entertain them, too. If you got a funny story, um, if you, you know, they're corporate events, so you got to keep it PG uh, <laughs> or PG-13, maybe. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, it, you got to keep people engaged and, and stuff like that. And, and 
that was super out of my comfort zone. Like public speaking has never been my strong point. And then, well, yeah. would that have, would that, have, would that statement hold true if you were like pre pandemic at the bar, just being a bartender? Would do you, would you say that you felt like you totally were good with sitting and chatting it up? Oh yeah. 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 Okay. That was, that was my thing. Okay. You know, just like, I can. Talk I was gonna to say because if you just came by this in the last year, I'd be so shocked. Yeah, like. no, no. I've been bartending for a long, long time. I've been in the bar and restaurant industry probably about twenty years almost. Okay. Um, and so behind the bar, that yeah, that was my style. Just I, I can make you a great drink, but more importantly, I can hold a conversation with each and every different kind of person that's at the that's bar the, yeah. at the same time. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. really, yeah. you're serving that's, how many people? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's always too. pretty amazing and whenever I'm sober enough to pay attention to it and <laughs> yeah. I'm like, damn, yeah. he or she is just like killing it right They're now. Crushing They're crushing it. Like, right? yeah, yeah. I'm like, what in the hell is happening? They're mm -hmm. working circles around everybody and having a conversation, remembering the bits of the conversation that they left on, yep. came back. Handed the way a tab, you like your dream. Handed a tab. Yeah. Now they're going to pick up right where they left off on that conversation. That's such just, a good point. I've never know. heard it said that way, but you're right. Because I'll be sitting here talking to you guys and we're talking about this. And then somebody calls me and I got to step off. And then I come back and we just pick it right back up. You know, yeah. it's, it's a lot of multitasking and it's a lot of, I guess, people's skills. And you got to kind of love it too. You got to enjoy what you do. I mean, it's amazing that you feel that or that you were able to get that same feeling in a virtual setting. Cause I would say most people in their jobs, if they had to, if they were face to face with people, when they had to switch to virtual, it was a hindrance to them. Yeah. The idea that it hasn't been for you is amazing. That's, That's awesome. Yeah. It's yeah. a really good point. I never thought of it that way either. Um, but like, and, and maybe it's the setting, maybe it's because uh, you know, you do it from behind the kitchen island or the counter and you feel like you're at a bar yeah. and you're kind yeah. of empowered a little bit, you know, yeah. cause People are having fun and they're asking questions. Like I, I start off all my events. I'm like, guys, you know, this is about y'all. This isn't about me. Like, don't go on mute. Let's talk. Keep it interactive. Get, you know, and sometimes you get those like those crickets moments where it's like nobody's yeah. talking. And That's the hard part like, with virtual too, right? Like, eh, so what's everybody watching on Netflix these days? And then somebody <laughs> starts ranting about the crown and, yeah. and all this stuff. And, and I get some good recommendations that way too. I'm like, all right, yeah. cool. I'll check out that show. But yeah, that's that's what it's all about is just keeping people kind of connected and, and happy and, and having a good time. Mm -hmm. That's that's really what we try to focus on. Well, the like it's it's funny because the art of conversation is, you know, like you said, half the battle of, of, of ten and bar. Mm -hmm. But now doing it in the virtual setting with all the quirks of virtual, you know, everybody knows the awkward pause or yeah. awkward uh, lag. It, or, lag. Hey, you're on mute. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah right, oh, right. Everybody knows that. And so the idea that this is now changing a little bit, it's adapting. So it, to, to me, it's a whole other art form to kind of push it into this virtual setting, which uh, that actually leads me into one other question. I don't want to jump too far ahead too fast because yeah. we're, we're cruising here. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. but uh, I, you know, I'd asked you what you thought the future was going to hold for this sort of virtual hangout thing. Yeah. And obviously your <clears throat> business is in that. So right. what do you, what's your thoughts on that? What do you take? I have so many thoughts on okay. that. I, I like. <laughs> Start I, anywhere. Hit I'm whatever. so into it. I think it's so cool. Um, so I had never really tried like a VR headset or anything like that. I was not, I was kind of late to the game on the term metaverse. I had yeah. not heard about yeah. it. I didn't, 
I heard it like on a podcast, something, and I was like, I don't know what that means. Like even just the term meta, like, yeah. I still can't really like yeah. wrap my head around. I'm like, what does that actually mean? <laughs> but um, it was when Facebook changed their name to Meta, and I was like, whoa, they're like a, that's a big deal. Yeah, billion that's- dollar company, <laughs> right? I'm like, that's a huge deal. If they're saying this is the future, then it I'm must like, be. <laughs> it must be exactly. I was like, I gotta get my finger on the pulse here. So I bought a a Quest, you know, headset. And I hopped in there and just checked it out. And I'm like, it blew my mind how cool it is. Because I remember reading Ready Player One, right? Yep. I don't know if you're familiar with it. Yep. Okay, cool. Yeah. And so I remember reading it and being like, man, if this was actually real, it would be the coolest thing in the world. Never in a million years thought it would be possible. It happened way faster than I thought. Dude, it <laughs> happened like overnight i was like this is wait this is real and then so like i bought the headset and put it on and i was like it can't be that cool it's it's that cool it really that's is. incredible it's really? so awesome that's what i'm saying um, it's it, there's it's it's literally i mean I'm, I, it's literally a whole other universe but the people who are into it are in so, on such a different planet than the people who don't know about it because yeah i have put one on before okay just once yeah not enough to be able to justify like saying I know anything about it, sure. but it was enough for me to be able to imagine. Yeah. Holy smokes. Yes. This is literally. So when they talk about buying real estate in the yeah, metaverse, yeah, I'm it's like, so cool. you know, it's insane. Yeah. So I guess it, like, I mean, I, I don't claim to know much about these topics, right? I'm, I mean, it's I'm, getting developed as we it speak. Is, it you is. Know? Cause I, and then I was like, all right, so Facebook is in it and then Nike, you know, released the, the, the news that they were going to design virtual fashion for the metaverse so that way like you can buy a pair of nikes buy a pair of jordans like and then you're like oh wait these are legit jordans that i can wear in in the in the metaverse mm-hmm. virtual it, it's insane it blows my mind yeah. to think that this is kind of like the future that that we're going down yeah whereas yeah. like like in other and picture it this way denise like it, it, somebody maybe in real world would go to the store and go, nah, I don't think I want to spend 200 bucks on those Jordans. But in the metaverse, if I can wear them there, I might actually, I might actually do that. Yeah. You, you know can still I mean? flex on people yeah. virtually. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to understand. Right? So like if I want the new pair of Jordans in the metaverse, what am I wearing when I don't have them? I, I don't you know. could be barefoot. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> do you know what you flops. look like? Like, yeah. do you know you what you look see like? It, in the right? I mean, so, so like, at, it's like at a this meme point, of you I mean, or something. Again, I'm not talking from like a tech background, but just in my opinion, I feel like the Quest Two is kind of like iPhone Two, right? So you remember when you had like your iPhone Two, and all you could really do was like that Zippo lighter thing, yep. right? And you I remember. Flip, yeah, yeah. I remember or you that. put the beer and you tilt <laughs> yep, it and yep. look like you're drinking the beer. So that's kind of like- Flip a coin on there. Yes, yeah, yeah, the flip a coin app. So like, that's where I feel like the technology is now. Okay. That's just a guess. Totally just straight up guess. What was that, a decade ago for iPhone? Exactly. So- In in 10 years, what's going to happen with these VR headsets? It's going to be like Ready Player One. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. I agree with you 100% on that. All right, so then, okay, so for your business, so to speak, you know, like like a virtual happy hour setting- uh, what what does that look like in the next even year or, or 10 or how, whatever you think? Yeah, yo, awesome question because that's what did it for me too. Like I'm not a gamer, I don't, you know, Xbox or anything like that. But when they said, you know, the advertisements for the, the Oculus Quest or whatever was like, 
virtual events. I was like, bro, that's what I do. Yeah. Like, that's my thing. So I had to get on it. So I think there's a future there. You know, I think it was maybe Bill Gates that said that in however many years, maybe five years, all workplace meetings will take place in the metaverse. You know, and that's a crazy thought to think that like everything we do is going to be virtual. Um, and, it, you know, as a guy who's done so much virtual hangouts and stuff over the past couple of years, there's no replacement for in person. Like if we were recording right. this podcast and yeah. I was on my laptop and I'm kind of flipping channels behind, you know, right. you can get easily distracted. Whereas yes. now we're here together in person. Yeah. There's, there's no substitute for it. But that doesn't mean that it's not super cool at the yeah. same time too, right? So like, you know, work from home, I think is here to stay too. So if you're working from home and in three, four years, those headsets are as lightweight as your iPhone and they're fast as your iPhone and you can just put that on your head and, you know, what the graphics look like or whatever, it might be that much fun that we're all like, okay, this is cool. Yeah. yeah. I got to wow. go to a meeting. And I, and I can't wait to see what Jordan's Janice is wearing, you know, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. You know? It's kind of crazy. Wow. Um, in 10 years when we come back and listen to this podcast dude, oh, and say, remember when we had that conversation with yeah. Chris yeah. and we were trying to figure it out yeah. and here we are. Here we are sitting oh, in the middle of wild. it right now. Yeah. Right? Uh, no, it's, it's, it's way cool. And, and what a, what a great, you know, time for you in that case, because of the fact that you kind of stumbled onto this, yeah, big you time. know, but, but now it looks like it could just go exponential on you, you know? Right. Yeah. It, it's like, I don't know. So, all right. So are y'all doing, um, right now, are you currently still just doing virtual happy hours? Is that the mm -hmm. main, Yeah, that's the bulk of it. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's hundred percent. Corporate. Virtual. Is it all from corporate It's, it's clients? 95% corporate. Um, we do have a lot of fun. Or like bachelorette parties exactly. or something like Bridal that. Bridal showers have been the big thing lately. Bridal okay. showers. We've done a lot of fun ones okay. with that. And like, you know, we'll, we have our menu. You know, I brought our little copy of our menu. Oh, that, sweet. You know, you, you, you go on here and you choose, you know, your three drinks that you want for your party. But we also get super creative with it too. Like to tie in the creativity thing again, like. Uh, we had a bridal shower and they were like, well, we want the drinks to be named something fun that reflects the bride. So we yeah. came up with like the bridezilla, right? Yeah. Right. Like one of the drinks. And, uh, you know, Chelsea was like, what if you added, um, what do you call that? Uh, edible glitter. And I was like, Dude, oh. yes, of course. So we had like a glittery cocktail and it's called the bridezilla and all this stuff. And um, so we really like to get kind of creative based on, what you have in mind. If it's a holiday, like um, we just did a Valentine's event that was really cool where we kind of led people through our menu, right? So we're only doing drinks. We don't do food pairings or anything like that. Um, but- And everything, have you been where you send the, now have you transitioned where every time that you're gonna lead uh, any kind of virtual happy hour, you always send the kit to them? We we like to. Okay. Uh, because I find that- when people have the right tools and the right ingredients, it's easy. Yeah. You know, whereas if you do a, a virtual cooking class, which I've done and they're fun and we've tried some amazing food, uh, you, you kind of need to have 
some tools. You need yeah. to have your frying pans. You need to have some skills, right? If you're gonna cook like some culinary thing. Um, whereas what we do, you can do it in your backyard. You know, yeah. as long as you have your Zoom, you can set up a little cool little bar. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess that's the other thing too, is like, I'm looking at this, like you got the bourbon peach fizz. We did a video yes, on that did. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, ginger pear martini. So when, when they put in their order, are they saying to you, we want this drink? They just order the drink online and then you send them the ingredients and then you show them how to make it. Exactly. Okay, yeah, I Yeah, precisely. Yeah, that's so, how check that out. <clears throat> somebody contacts me and says, hey, I want to do an event. Are you free? Are you free on this date? Yes, we are. Here's my menu. Choose three drinks. If you and I always say, if you don't see something that you want, like we'll okay. make it happen. There yeah. you go. Make it happen. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, and that's what I was kind of saying about like those themed events. Like, you know, we're doing an International Women's Day event next week, uh, and they were like, "Well, the the color is purple. Can you do some purple?" I was like, "Yes, hell yeah! yeah. Purple packaging, <laughs> like yeah. purple drink. Like we got your purple. You know what hey, I mean?" Hey, when when that happens, I'm just yeah. curious about yeah. this. Uh, they order it. They want something purple. You just said purple packaging. How long does it take you to get that together? Like I, I got it down to a science now. Yeah, yeah I can get it like next day. Damn. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because you know what places to order from. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And that took a while too. Because like I said, like I'm not an entrepreneur by nature. You know, I didn't, I didn't get a degree in this kind of thing. So in the beginning stages, I was like, all right, let me just buy a bunch of stuff on Amazon. Uh, if it came to... $285 and 15 cents. I'll just charge the company $285 and 15 cents. I didn't understand marking things up and stuff right. like that. I didn't understand distribution and supply chain. And now I've kind of had to like learn that stuff. And, uh, and so, yeah, now I have distributors that, that send me like these cocktail kits piece by piece. And then we put them together and, yeah. and, and, uh, and how to maximize the, the, the amount that you spent on the product to yeah exactly. so okay that actually i have lots of questions oh, sorry about i've been cutting you off because i had a this bunch is too. The side, <laughs> this is the side that i like have to deal with, cool. with griffin co a lot but mm. um okay so i heard you having to figure out from the beginning you needed a website right mm -hmm. You knew that you wanted to do some marketing you thought about getting an llc i'm mm -hmm. curious about when you start to get a bunch of clients, you probably have to think about how you're tracking all of your yes. um, income versus mm -hmm. expenditure. So maybe talk a little bit about that process of it started with just you and Chelsea. Yep. And now where it's gone from there. Yeah. Awesome the business question. aspect. Yeah. So that was in the beginning, <clears throat> I decided not, you know. I realized that I could kind of run this business like a restaurant or a bar. A lot of the same principles apply. And I used to do restaurant management back in the day. And so I learned how to, you know, look at a P&L, how to order, how to do inventory, what your profit margins should be. So I learned a, a rough kind of crash course and that kind of stuff. And I was like, okay, it kind of translates. I get this. I understand it. Then as it grew, I was like, am I going to have to pay taxes? Like, uh, what, is, uh -huh. is that a thing? You yeah. Know? And so I was like, you know, luckily I have a, a cousin who's a CPA. Um, so I, I contacted him and I was like, dude, you want to be my accountant? He's like, I don't, I don't do that kind of thing. Like, oh. He's like, but I got a guy. Okay. And so okay. I'm like, yes. Point you in the right direction. I'm from Jersey. Everybody's got a guy. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? So you always use that guy. Okay. So he's like, I got a guy. And. That guy's amazing. He's been my accountant for almost two years now. 
Um, What's so, the difference between, so like if your cousin was a CPA, we all think all CPAs are exactly, equal, right? Yeah. <clears throat> but they probably spe- specialize in a certain area. Yep, yep. So for your for your CPA, you needed a guy that did what? Did like small business and stuff okay. like that, yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, if you need a guy, I we, got a guy. We, yeah. uh, oh, we, okay. we might need a guy. We might need yeah. a guy, yeah. Uh-huh. Awesome. Uh, and so it was like things like that. Uh, like the LLC, you see commercials for like LegalZoom. Yeah. And I was like, all right, let me go on LegalZoom. I went on LegalZoom and none of it made sense. Like it was all foreign language to me. I was like, I don't understand what this means. And so some people were like, why don't you talk to a lawyer? So I, all right, let me find a lawyer. So I found a lawyer and he was like, I spend so much time on LegalZooming people. Oh. I hope LegalZoom isn't like a sponsor of the podcast. No, 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 no. 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 Um, That'd be funny if it yeah, was. Right? You're like, no. dude, stop. No. <laughs> um, and he's like- We'll just cut that part. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm just yeah, kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so then it got to the point where I was like, all right, so I guess I have to hire a lawyer to do my LLC, hire an accountant to do my books. Uh, you know, at this point I've got like money coming in and I don't know how to pay myself. I don't yeah. know oh, how much- or when or how. So I'm like, I need a financial advisor. So I hire a financial advisor. Uh, And that's like the best advice I can give for that kind of aspect of it is like, do what you're great at, you know, play to your strengths. If it's, if it's something creative, if it's something, if you're, if you're a builder, if you, if you make something, do what you can do and then hire people that you trust to do the rest that you don't understand because that really helped that, me that, kind of unlock the next level yeah. a little bit. Because I would have been dead in the water come tax season. I would have had no idea. I still have no idea. He te- he emails me and he's like, hey, this, this, and this. And I'm like, can you tell me like I'm five? Because I don't know what you're talking about right now. Yeah. It's, it's complicated. Wow, that's great. That well, is great advice. Yeah, that is great. Because And it's also good to know because it's daunting if you aren't you know this business-minded person right, right. and you're and you walk in and you go all right i do want to start a business i have an idea for the thing the product right. or whatever yep. it is but i don't know if i have the money i might i don't want to spend it to like hire all these people and then i'm not official you yep. know what i mean and then if you don't hire them, then it's like, well, okay, now it's just you. Now you capacity, can either choose yeah. to do yeah. it all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't have the capacity. Yeah, you, yeah. Um, okay, so then you said something that struck me of how do I pay myself? And mm. so one of our episodes was about understanding what your time is worth. Interesting. You, you know, and yeah. just understanding what Which the value. Which is not 100% clear a lot of times. Yeah, understanding yeah, yeah. what the value of your skill and your expertise is. And so I'm curious of... If any of your, did your financial advisor help you with that? Or like, how did you understand what what roundabout numbers you needed to make for your time to be worth it? That's an awesome question. Um, I think like for my business in particular, it's it's very seasonal. So it's hard to say I get paid X amount salary. Sure. It comes to this monthly and that's what I'm going to take out every month. That's that's impossible. Okay. So um, it, it, it's come to, I'll put it this way. Like the way you said, like, what is your time worth? Yeah. So when I was hiring bartenders, I was like, well, what do, as a bartender, what do I want to make in cash at the end of the night? You know, I, I worked my seven or eight hour shift, I busted my butt. I'm like dripping in Tito's, you know, somebody spilled a sangria down my shoe. Uh, you know, I, my back hurts from leaning over the bar. 
all these things. At the end of the night, I got that the, those cash tips in hand. What do I want to make? And every bartender has like a goal sure. to make. And so I was like, well, even though these bartenders are only going to work an hour, I still have to put a lot of trust in them. Yeah. They're still like hosting a corporate event. They're the face of my business at this point. Um, and they're amazing. Um, so I was like, let me pay them that. Let me give them that money. And hourly, that's insane. Like if you heard of a job that paid you that hourly, you'd sure. be like, dude, what? Yeah. But when you consider that, you know, they get they get like one or two or three a week at the most. You know, Christmas time, we're doing like four or five a week. Um, but that's kind of like how I valued their time to say like, I want to pay you what you're worth as a bartender and make it worthwhile for you. Cause yeah, I could have paid somebody like you know, yeah. $25, yeah, half of that. 50 uh -huh. bucks or something and been like, I'm gonna get 50 bucks worth. And then the, the company's not happy. Maybe they didn't show up on time, something like that. But now that I have like a, a team, a staff that, that I trust and they're mm -hmm. awesome at this because they've done dozens of these now at this point. And so they're great. They're probably better than, than I am at doing this. Uh, I, I feel comfortable, you know, paying them what they're worth. Yeah. That's awesome. Man. Well, and they're, fe they're feeling like they're valued. Yeah, I hope you so. You know, yeah. their, yeah. their expertise yeah. and their, you know, personalities are that's valued. Yep. So they're going to get compensated. Well, hell yeah. For it, that's yeah. the know? first place I'd be looking to work. If I, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah. that's, that's really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So how many employees do you have now? So we have, including myself, we have five. Okay. I'm the only full timer. Everybody else part time. We okay. Got a shipping manager who it was funny. Like we worked together back in like 2015. Uh, I was a bartender downtown on sixth street and he was the bar back. Right. And then we both left that job. We hadn't seen each other in years. Uh, and then we kind of reunited at another job. We ended up working together again. Okay. And we became buds. Started hanging out, you know, stuff like that. Restaurant bar industry is great for meeting people. So that's where I've made all my friends. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so we were hanging out a lot. And as this thing took off, I was like, hey, do you want to like come over and help me ship these things? And like, let's make it legit. Like, I'll pay you. And yeah, it worked out great. He's been my shipping manager for over a year now. Wow. Um, wow. I, you know, I went away a couple vacations over the summer and he had like four or five events that he had to send out by himself and dude totally just handles it. it. Yeah. That's it, awesome. It's, it's such an amazing feeling to be able to trust. Yes. Yeah. You know, so shout out to Dylan. Like, dude, dude nice. kills it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and then we have three other bartenders. Um, so... I'll just gonna shout out everybody today. Yeah, yeah. Do it, do it. yeah. So Pete, Michaela, and Tabiso uh, are my bartenders. Pete and I used to work together back in the day, so we're buds. Uh, we've got a lot of funny stories and and, and crazy nights that we've uh, shared together. And then, so then last year around the holidays, I was like, "All right, we got to get ready for holiday season. I need to hire some more people." So I called everybody from you know the year before. And they had moved on. Totally cool. You know, they got different jobs and they're like, I just don't have the time. But um, I was like, well, let me try to hire. So I went on ZipRecruiter, put out an ad, oh, wow. got like, you know, 10 or 15 responses, did like five or six interviews, found the perfect candidate there. That was Michaela. And then I was like, but let me, let me think outside of the box. Let me try something different, who knows what could happen. And so I put a post on Reddit, right? Like the, the subreddit oh, for wow. cocktails and the subreddit for bartenders. And Reddit is a global community. So I got a, That's crazy. a DM 
from a dude in South Africa. Oh. And he's like, hey man, I'm really into what you're doing. Like, uh, I, I wanna be a part of the future of bartending. He's like, I don't know if you can hire me. I live in South Africa. And I was like, dude, this is a scam. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> this is a scam. Yeah. And so then I talked to him and I said, we started to get to know each other. I'm like, dude, this guy's amazing. Like he's like an award-winning bartender in South Africa. He does like uh, events with Remy Martin and stuff like that. And it's so cool, right? Oh That's my awesome. God. And so now he's become one of our best guys. I did an event. They probably like, love that his he has I, an accent. Yes, yeah. he oh. has the coolest accent, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and so, and that's the other thing is you can you're not limited to hiring just in your local area. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, it's We're probably virtual. more if you hire a, a Spanish speaker or you hire, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I mean, there's all kinds languages. of potential. Yep. Yeah. You can do it all over the world. Yep. And we've shipped Gosh. all over the world too. We've you know shipped our cocktail kits to like <clears throat> the Netherlands and Germany, oh and Mexico and Canada. Yeah. That is Singapore. So cool. Yeah. How did they find you? They all are employees for these huge companies. Yeah. And, and so somebody oh. will contact me and be like, hey, I've got an event for 20 people, but you know, two of them live in Brazil. Can we ship? I'm like, yeah, yeah. let's do it. Wow. I'm, I'm down to do anything. Do you have oh, to be yeah. um yeah. you have to be cognizant of the um ingredients that you're shipping? Oh man, that was a lesson learned. Because yeah. oh, like you so can't good. ship all. Probably. I didn't catch that. Yeah. Okay, so I had no I because like I said, we, we're just kind of figuring this thing out as we go. Um and so shipping and logistics has never been a thing I've ever studied or learned. Um and so we had a, a huge event. I think it was like 150 people uh and like 50 of them were in Mexico. So we go through our standard practice of you know, shipping everything out on the, on the specific date. So it is pretty much guaranteed to arrive on time. And we ship, you know, 50 of these things to Mexico. We don't ship alcohol, right? So we, we people have to supply their own. So that okay. wasn't an issue. But we had fresh citrus in the kits and they all got stopped at customs. And 50 of them were like, they're not going through. You can send them back to yourself for $60 per kit. Oh, oh no. Which, do the math, 60 yeah. times 50 is a lot yeah. of dollars. Yeah, uh, damn. Right, yeah. And so, or we can just throw them away. And I'm like, dude, and now I have a client who's like, I got 50 people that did not right. receive their kits. I mean, that was that was one of the most stressful experiences of, of that. But learning experience, now I know what I can and cannot ship to Mexico. And I know what I can and cannot ship to different countries. And You can't and really ship any kind of anything. fruit or no, no like fruit, food. No juice, yeah. nothing for human consumption is the way they describe yeah. it. So if you don't mind me asking, so how did you work around that? Like, what did you oh, do? Um, how did it even work out? So I think we 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 brainstormed, you know, the 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 client and his boss and his boss's boss's boss was we were all on a Zoom together and we were just came up with like the the best solution possible, which was like to to resend all the materials like the shaker sets and the menus, because we make like you know a custom menu for each yeah. event to send those things again. Um, and then give them a shopping list of what they needed to buy. Okay. Yeah. Um, Does it make yeah. more sense when you have a group that is in so many diverse locations to just send the things like just send a yeah. kit like that? <clears throat> That's and how then we do it now. Ahead yeah. of time, go get pick up these things. Yep. Or yep. if what if you had a group of people that were all in South Africa? Yeah. Would it just be better to get a local place to mm -hmm. take care of all the shipping? 
Yep. Have you had to do that? Uh, similar, we did that in Ireland. Uh, we had like one guy who was in Ireland and we were able to ship most of the stuff, except we can't ship booze. Yeah. But the client was like, hey, can you handle this? I was like, yeah, sure. So like, <laughs> oh, gosh. I'll get in touch with like an Irish liquor store that seems to be near his address and like oh, organize yeah. the delivery of like a bottle of whiskey or something. It was, it was crazy. So you're, yeah. yeah, that's when you're going out of your way, but, you're, yeah. but you want to make sure it works. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I just want to take care of, you know, people. It's, yeah. it's all hospitality. It's the same thing as the restaurant and the bar industry. We want to make sure people have a good time and, and get taken care of and, and that kind of fun yeah. stuff. Wow. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah, wow. it was and it's it's stressful <laughs> when when you get in a call on a Saturday morning from like a an, an out of country number and they're like, "Hey, where are our kits?" And I'm like, mm. "Dude, oh, it's Saturday. Shit. Like, can we wait till Monday?" The answer is no. You can't wait till Monday. You gotta <laughs> just do it. So um, the answer is no. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Uh, well. So um, all right. A couple of other things now. Yeah. You guys, so when we were emailing back and forth, and we and I won't uh, I won't give too too much away, but I know you guys just landed a a, a big big thing, and yes. I know you're excited. So I am excited. Tell us whatever you can tell us. We'll take yeah, it. Yeah. So in front of you, you'll see a designer cocktail. So Ooh. maybe we can move on to that yeah. portion. Of yeah, the, absolutely. We want to of the cocktail experience cocktail number here. two. Yeah. So. Um, so like you said at the beginning, we got hooked up through Workhorse Marketing. Mm -hmm. Um, and so they are my branding and marketing agency, uh, and they put together an incredible website. I mean, it's beautiful. I don't know if you've seen the videos have, on I have, there, I have, yes. yeah. but there's some good videos yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> We've awesome. reshared them too. We nice. have reshared yeah, them. We definitely times. have. Amazing. Um, and so one of the first inquiries I got from the new website was from like a major European fashion house. We're talking like thousand dollar handbags, you know, five thousand dollar hoodies, right? Like I mean yeah. that kind of yeah company. And they did not want a virtual event. They did not want anything for their staff or employees or anything like that. What they wanted was a designer cocktail. Holy um, moly. So they are releasing a perfume. It actually released a couple weeks ago. Uh and what they wanted was a craft cocktail kit to go alongside their perfume launch. And they were gonna send it out to, at first they told me, 400 influencers around the oh country. Oh my gosh. I know. I know. And, and you're like, gonna have cocktails from home on the, yeah, all the packaging. Yeah, yeah. So it's actually branded by that fashion company. Sure, sure. Uh, and they're super strict about I was like, hey, can we put some CFH in there? And they're like, dude, come on. Stop. Oh, <laughs> I got gotcha. you. They're like, okay. come on, dude. Uh, okay. So, so that was my first thought too. I was like, can uh, can we get a little love? Darn. Yeah. But um, so yeah, branded from top to bottom with all their logos and branding. Um, and then, so I get this inquiry and I'm like, dude, this is major. So I have like a, a mentor type guy who I go to with questions and concerns. And I, I call him up and I'm like, explain to him, what just happened? And I'm like, dude, I cannot F this up. Like you cannot let me, I have to get this job. Like the, whatever this is a game advice, changer. this is a game changer. And so he gave me some advice and he said, Hey, you know, talk to him about this, tell him about that. I'm like, yep. Great idea. It took me almost like two months to close this deal. I mean, going back and forth, redrafting the invoice, 
Then they took the 400 people and they're like, actually, the client wants 700 people. Can you oh. do that? I'm like, oh, yeah. You better believe I can I'm do in now. Yeah, like, let's go. Wow. Um, and all so, over the, our, our, no, it's an in-person event, right? No, so it's, uh, it's all going to be, it's actually not an event. So it's like a, a cocktail kit. Oh, that yeah. That has a bottle That's of That's right. Perfume. You're sending them. It's beautiful too. I mean, like what we put together is, is awesome. But I mean, this thing is like next level. It's like green, loose sight. Uh, the first tier is like the bottle of the perfume. The next tier is all my syrups, right? That we created. Uh, and then the bottom tier is a, a cocktail kit. That's so cool. It's so cool, that's right? So yeah, cool. man. So that's the drink and that we, we have are here. Uh, sampling so this yeah. right now. Yes. So when they told me what they wanted, they were like, here's the flavor notes or not, not flavor. Here's the aroma notes of the perfume. And we want to match the cocktail to those oh. aromatics. So oh now, my God. I know, right? Wow. Crazy. That's insane. So they gave me, you know, pretty solid framework of what flavors they wanted, how many bottles they wanted uh, and stuff like that. And so we, we, we came up with like a, you know, the flavors of fig, orange blossom, um, a coffee infused non-alcoholic spirit, which is really cool. Uh, they actually turned me on to an ingredient that I had never heard of in my life. It's called verjus. <clears throat> and so what that is, is basically if you take very under-ripened wine grapes and you don't ferment them to turn them into wine, you just kind of break them down and turn them into almost like a vinegar. So like that's a big trend now in cocktails is like, uh, is these vinegar cocktails called like a shrub. Um, so those are really big. So that's what we have here. So that's like... Um, yeah, it's got the Verjus, wow. a coffee-infused, non-alcoholic spirit. I put some gin in there, too. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, a little bit of orange blossom water. Uh, you see that really cool green color. It's not yeah. minty. It's just green food color. I feel like it's the St. Patty's Day smell, hit. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can smell. You said coffee? Yes. I can, kinda, I can smell you get it. The coffee, orange blossom. Uh, and, and, you know, your, your aromatics when you're tasting wine and stuff like that, it's all very... Uh, What's the word? If you hear the word, you kind of smell that. So oh, if I okay. say coffee, you're like, oh yeah, there it is. I yeah, okay, there, that, yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. That's the spirit. It's a it's a non alcoholic vermouth. Non alcoholic and this is vermouth. ready to go. This is a this is to drink right that here. That is it. Yep. Okay. Yep. So is that what's going to get sent to them? Yeah, split up into five bottles, and then they mix it, and then they mix it and blast it out on Instagram and say, "That's hey, freaking delicious." It's kind of cool, right? Yeah, it's different. It's different. It it's definitely different. Um, oh, I wouldn't have thought no. it was like that light. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, light. Yeah, yeah, very, very light. Mm -hmm. I mean, but I could see this being an awesome St. Patty's Day because it's yes. green. It's full on green. Yeah, it's full on green. <laughs> it's light, but it's chocolatey I think the or chocolate something. Comes from the coffee. Yeah, pretty damn good. So many different layers yes, of flavor. It's very uh, complex. It's it's got a lot of depth of flavor. Um, it's 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 unique. Wow, that is. Probably the best cocktail I've ever had. Oh, awesome, awesome. <laughs> I've never had a cocktail that tastes, it smells, it tastes, it, everything yeah. is different. You're getting than hit what with you, all the things. Yeah. yeah it's green. So one thing that we're always trying to strive for in cocktail making is balance, right? So a lot of times in, in almost all cocktails, you've got a balance of sweet and kind of sour. So in your Aperol spritz, there's lemon juice. And then there's simple syrup. You kind of balance those flavors. In a whiskey sour, which we're gonna do later, yeah. you got your your simple syrup and your your lemon and lime juice to kind of 
light up both of those flavor kind of sensors, whatever you want to call them, and but not overwhelm either one of them. You want them in harmony with each other. So this one, the the the, the green cocktail we're drinking doesn't have any citrus. So you get that kind of tart flavor from the verjou. And oh. that's, that's what, it's got like that vinegary taste. Uh-huh. Oh. And then we balance that with a nice kind of fig infused um, simple syrup. Oh, fig. Yeah. Fig is what makes it. It's yeah. delicious. It's it really it is, is good. It's yeah. not Thank too you. sweet, Mm-mm. but it yeah. has this like chocolatey coffee. Yeah. yeah. But there, it does feel like citrus, even though there's right. not citrus. Mm-hmm. Well, and usually when I'm drinking like mixed drinks, I, I gotta be, a, I'm, I'm, I'm a sucker for whiskey and sure. I'll just go straight at that kind yeah. of thing. And whenever I mix anything up, it's usually too much of whatever, okay. I, whatever I no. did. It was like, I did too much, you know, like I can't even taste. The yeah, whiskey. yeah. 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 So it, so I usually just stick with just the whiskey or whatever. So whenever I, I catch a cocktail that I'm like, damn. That's not punching me in the face from right. any direction, yeah. it's, so but good. it's tasty, you yep. know? What makes it green? Green food coloring. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. They wanted that, right? Yeah, That's yeah, right. Okay, yes, yes. gotcha. Yeah, so if you're wondering what this perfume is, you can kind of gotcha. yeah. take what I've you said can, and yeah. kind of figure that together. Context yeah. clues there. Context wow, clues, exactly. that is amazing. Oh. And talk about the epitome of having to be creative because yes. they give you so many different yeah. parameters mm-hmm. and they're like, I want it to be this, 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 mm-hmm. this, and this. I want it to be presented in this way. Right. It's going to be used in this way. Yep. So have at it. Yeah. So how long did it take you to come up with this this final version of it? Like how many and iterations? And feel confident enough to go, all right, let's send and, this. And what did you yep. do to arrive at this? Uh, a lot of time in the test kitchen. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. how I refer to my kitchen these days. Because uh, I was like, all right, well, how do I infuse a coffee? Uh, flavor into a spirit. Let me try this technique. Nope, that's terrible. Never do that again. Let me try this technique. All right, maybe, but let's try it this way. And then, you know, it, it's, it really is trial and error. Um, and so try a bunch of different things and see what sticks. It, it took, it took months to get it, get it nailed down to the point where I was like, all right, this is kind of dope. Like I'm, I'm super stoked on this. Um, and then, so the story goes that they needed it delivered by the end of January, okay? And so, you know, we're here in Austin and I'm putting this whole thing together, you know, 700 of each ingredient. And there was five ingredients. Oh gosh. Right? So like, not only do we have to infuse all those ingredients, we have to bottle them all, we have to label them all, but now we gotta ship them all. And I'm like, I feel like we're good at shipping, but we're not professionals by any means. And we're shipping this in January. So oh. having shipped for you know a year now, I'm familiar with the, hey, your delivery was on its way and it got hit in a snowstorm and all your bottles spent two nights in the UPS truck and they exploded because they froze. So I'm like, I'm like Dude, you can't pick ingredients that are going to, I was, I, I, I stuck true to the ingredients but i was like i'm gonna hand deliver this like i'm just gonna drive to jersey Uh, did you i did i did at the end of you know what we were texting we did we were you were in jersey podcast like a month ago and i'm like dude no life is crazy right now so it was like a lord of the rings-esque type journey so 
I remember I tell my dad, I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't feel confident <laughs> like shipping this. So 700, gonna, how did you fit 700 oh, in you your, you should have seen my car. It was like <laughs> three inches lower in the back than it should have been because the whole order weighed almost 700 pounds. Oh right? my So I tell gosh. my dad and he's like, well, you're going to drive to Jersey in January. I'm like, yeah. He's like, what if it snows? As soon as he said that, I was like, oh man, Shit. I'm going to hit so much Do you snow. have a I have truck? like a SUV, but it's okay. not four wheel drive. Okay. Um, and so we get everything done, right? I've got everything bottled, labeled, sealed, in boxes, ready to go. And I check the weather forecast and it's miserable. Oh no. So my plan was, right, drive from Austin to Memphis, to Virginia, to Jersey, right? Do it in three days. And I, like I said, I'm from Jersey, so I got family. Out, excuse me, I got family out there, and we plan to hang out and watch football and stuff. So I leave from Austin to Memphis, get to Memphis, and my phone is blowing up. Dude, you can't come into Jersey. What are you crazy? You can't drive through this storm. I'm like, wait, what storm? So you know, a couple weeks ago, yeah, uh, maybe a month ago, right? Uh, a huge nor'easter just went up the coast of the United States was going to drop like 12 to 24 inches of snow on the day I was supposed to arrive. Oh no. So now I'm in Memphis. I've got like a, like a command team, right? Of being like checking weather forecast maps and being like, okay, if you drive yeah, north, out this way. Yes. And avoid the coast, you'll get in easily. So I do that. How far out of your way did you have to go? So instead of going Memphis to Virginia, I went Memphis up through Louisville, through Ohio and Cincinnati into Pennsylvania. And from Louisville to Cincinnati, I drove through a snowstorm. Oh. There was another snowstorm coming from like the West Coast that just hit me, right? I, and every night that I stay in a hotel, I'm like, it's five degrees. So you're, I can't it's, they're in the this. car. I can't leave them in the car. So oh, I, got, oh, no. I got a hand truck with me no. and I'm loading. I mean, it is like, you it's unloaded them every night? Every single night. 700 pounds? Of 700 pounds. <laughs> oh my dude, gosh. Dude, I, it was, and I, I was like second guessing myself. I'm like, I'm being ridiculous. Let me leave a water bottle in the car and see if it freezes. Oh yeah, it was solid ice the next day. So you know, it would have- So thank They would have frozen and exploded and I would have been out, you know, who knows, whatever. Yeah. So then I, <laughs> I get to Jersey, right? You know, have a big party with my family, watch a football, everything's great go to drop it off the next day at their warehouse, right? Make the drop off, go back to my cousin's house. We do a shot of tequila. Like you were 12. ready to be out oh, with rid of that thing, right? Dude, I, it was such a literal load off my shoulders. <laughs> literal. Literal weight off my shoulders. I was like, uh, and so then I'm on my way back home. Do you remember that ice storm we got a few yes. weeks ago? Yes. Yes. So that coincided exactly with my arrival in Texas. So now I got the same friends and family being like, you know, crunching numbers. Like if you can get yeah. ahead of the storm this way. So instead of going again, Virginia to Memphis to Austin, I went from Virginia to Alabama, Shreveport, Alabama. No, it's Louisiana. Oh, Louisiana. Uh, Birmingham, Alabama. Okay. Then to Jackson, Mississippi, and then finally made it into Austin. And as I'm driving through Dallas, I'm like almost here. I just see all these cars skidded off the road. Yep. I'm like, dude, this is, it was insane. Worth it. You know, at the end of the day, I'm like, 
Man. It's better that I hand delivered it and made sure it got there. So, yeah, okay. So crazy. they have it now yeah. and they've released it. Is it already released? I think so. Okay. okay. I don't know. Once okay. you hand yeah. it to them, you're like, I was it's like, yours. It's done. I was like, yeah, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just got to get home now. Yes. And then I told Chelsea, I was like, when I get home, I'm going to spend 48 hours <laughs> in the bedroom yep. with yes. the blinds closed, the TV on. That's like, awesome. I want nothing to do yep. with life. You yeah. Know? Your adrenal system was like, finally i can relax <laughs> like jacked. i'm not in fight or flight mode yes you, you know, know? When they say like you're white knuckling it yeah i was literally yeah everything it. so okay i have one question about um how you another piece is sure another piece is that we've talked about on previous episodes mm -hmm. is like um getting feedback sure so obviously you did many iterations of you know, ingredients of what it tasted like. And so what I wonder about is when you're trying to find out when a cocktail is like it and good and ready for people to, you know, try on their own, mm -hmm. how many people do you go to to ask their opinion on if they like it? Usually two or three. Only two or yeah, three? Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, I'll, I'll try it myself. Okay. And I'm like my own biggest fan. So I'll be like, yeah, it's dope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'll be like, but I have a sweet tooth too. So, and people have told me that about my menu. Like sometimes it's a little too sweet. Okay. Um, and so I'll try it and I'll be like, all right, I think this is it. I got my post-it note and I got my pen and I just write down whatever I put in there because that was a lesson learned too. You put a bunch of stuff in there. You're like, you can't remember. Wait, what did I even put in there? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. so I'll, I'll bring it immediately to my, my taste tester and I'll be like, Chels, Try this. She'd be like, it's 10 in the morning. Like, I don't want, I'm like, just oh, try it. Drink. <laughs> just try it. Uh, and she'll be like, yeah, that's awesome. Or she'll be like, no, it needs this. And and then we'll collaborate on that. And then we'll see if somebody else comes over the house and be like, hey, you want to try this? And, uh, you know, Dylan and I, the, the, my, our shipping manager, we work closely hand in hand. So I'll, I'll be like, hey, I got a new drink. You want to try this? Uh, like this green one, you know, a bunch of people have tried. Yeah. Um, and, that one, you know, it's it's so unique that when you try it, you're like, I don't know how I feel it's about so this. It's, good. it's, it's it so good. I thought different. it was great. Yeah, awesome. And and yeah, and I think you're right though. I didn't know what to expect and whatever and plus it's green. It's right. Green. So when it I drink it, I, it I definitely had no clue that it was going to taste like that. Yeah. You, you think know? minty, right? Yeah. 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 So Well, and and so that's good to to hear that you don't go to too many people because that's the thing we've run into challenges uh, with is well, like too many chefs in the kitchen, right? Everybody's got an opinion, Everybody, right? Yeah. yeah. And they're not all going to match up. And yep. then if you try to take everybody's feedback, you can't. You cannot. Exactly. You're impossible. just going to sit there and chase your tail. And plus, you, you can't know? please everyone. Yes. Right. So, you know, I could come up with like the best drink and I'll bring it here and you guys try it and you love it. <clears throat> you know, everybody else that I let try it loves it. There's going to be somebody that's going to be like, this is the worst drink I've ever had. Yeah. Right. Sure. You know? Right. So, it's just a matter of trying to appeal to it as broad of a, a taste palette, you know, yeah. when it comes to cocktail making, at least, at least in our setting, we want our cocktails to be approachable um, and enjoyable. Like this one is a little bit different. It's a designer cocktail. Whereas the rest of our menu is very straightforward. We, we do kind of classic cocktails and put a little spin on them. Uh, if that's adding you know, passion fruit to a margarita or blood mm. orange to a Moscow mule, we want to have them be 
unique to us, but also approachable. True to the... And true to the original recipe, for yeah. sure. Like, if you order a Moscow Mule, you still want it to taste yeah. like a Moscow Mule. Yeah. So, like, keeping it... Keeping people, as as many people happy as possible and realizing that... And it's, it's an awkward feeling when I'm like, all right, so now we're going to add this and we're going to add that and we're going to shake it up. Hey, what's everybody think? And you get some people like, um... I don't know about this. And you're like, oh man, I thought you would love it. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I made that with my heart. But yeah. You know, yeah. It, and you've had that happen on virtual. Oh, like, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. We had one. And they're vocal about It's interesting too. If you're in a group setting and you're online, that mm-hmm. somebody is going to go, <laughs> you wouldn't think that. Mm-hmm. Or I wouldn't think that that's the I mean, instinct. Yeah. I think, but, but the other thing too about that that's hard is like, because I'm definitely of the, like, if, if, if you don't have something good to say, just don't say anything. Right. But yes. then, but people are on to me. They know that if I'm not saying anything. Oh. So, so like, so in that case, I feel like I could see how some people are like, fuck it. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Yeah. You know? yeah I don't yeah, care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. yeah. What, what's he going to do? Yeah. 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 <laughs> He's yeah. in Texas. Yeah. 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 We, uh, when we first launched, I mean, I'll call it launching, but when we first started adding custom menus to our cocktail kits, it was a suggestion from like a regular client and, so blessed to have like regulars that do repeat business with us and stuff like that. But she was like, and again, like in the beginning stages, I didn't know what people wanted. She was like, you should have a menu so that way people can look on as they're doing it. And I was yeah. like, that's a fantastic idea. And also I had another person, I just get a random call uh, on a, like a weekday. Hey, is this cocktails from home? I'm like, yeah, hi. And she's like, uh, yeah, I got this box in the mail and I have no idea what it's for. Cool box, but I don't know what this is. And I'm like, we need to add an invitation. So oh. I, I get with my 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 friend oh. who's a graphic designer and she puts together a menu and invitation for me, right? And I'm all super stoked about it, so proud of it. And so I do a event with the woman who suggested the the menu, right? So she said, hey, you need a menu. And I was like, all right, let's do it. So now we're doing another event with her. And I'm like, hey, we, we took your advice. We, we got your menus. And we're going through the event and some guy's like not keeping up. He's like, hey, wait, how much of lemon juice? Hey, wait, how much of this? And the woman <laughs> is like, didn't you get your menu? And he goes, oh, I just threw all that crap out. And I was like, <laughs> all that work Man. yeah like, i love those menus and yeah. you just threw it away but, <laughs> but like you said like people just say it yeah like, oh yeah, yeah whatever i threw yeah. that crap out i don't oh want that junk <laughs> now our menus are way nicer yeah <laughs> well party you wants to be like and that's why you don't know how yeah. much to put into your drink yes yeah. exactly yeah exactly. yeah i could i was gonna tell you that and then also have you be able to see it right there but now yeah yeah <laughs> That's amazing. It's yeah. so funny. But yeah, you, you can't take it personally, right? No. You just gotta be like, ah, well, people are people. And that's, exactly, exactly. And that's the thing about any creative endeavor is mm-hmm. that, and I think you said it right, it, it, number one, you're not going to please everybody. That's just yep. not happening. And the cool part about it is when you finally accept that, now all bets are off because you can pretty much feel free to do whatever the hell you want because you're not trying to please everybody. Right. So <clears throat> exactly. You know, yeah, you can take a little bit more risks. Yeah. You can kind of put and that, a little bit more of like my personality into it. If I'm yeah. like, Hey, I like sweet drinks. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That's Let's me. Just, yeah, exactly. You know, like we have a caramel espresso martini. 
it's amazing. It's so good, but it's 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 pretty shit. Well, and for the people that like sweet drinks, they're gonna love it. Yeah. So you're you're playing to that audience, and that's why we do things this way too with like the menu. So you know, you send me an email, hey Chris, I want to put this thing together, and I send you the menu, and I'm like, hey, you know, I recommend you choosing you know three different spirits. Yeah. Right, because if you want to do a tequila class, hey, I would love to do a tequila class with you. But how well do you know your team? What if somebody's like. I had a bad tequila night in college and I haven't had tequila in 15 years, right? And so that's why I'm like, you know, take a tequila, a vodka, a whiskey. And then the fun thing is then encouraging people to drink a tequila, vodka, and whiskey drink within an hour. I'm like, yeah, (laughs) all right. You guys ready for the next one? Yeah. But- um, They didn't have a work day the next day. Yeah, they're at work. And they're like, oh, I can't send any more emails. (laughs) (laughs) Or they do send that email. Yeah, and they're not on the team tomorrow, yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. That's great. Um, Well, I had a question about, you know, you're now two years into this Mm -hmm. business and it's kind of been like a crash course into- Mm -hmm. Um, going from zero to 100 miles an hour, right? Mm-hmm. So I think the thing I'm curious about is now that you're standing where you are, what would you do? What would you do differently or what things will you continue to do that your instinct, like your instinct was this, it was right, it stuck. Mm-hmm. And what things have you just had to tweak a little bit? Sure. You know, are there any things that's, anything that sticks out in your mind? Oh, tons of things. You know, I mean, it's like, in the beginning, <clears throat> I thought I had all the answers, right? I'm like, okay, this is the thing that I do. I know exactly what I'm doing. And then you start to get a little feedback. Maybe somebody doesn't like this. And you got to kind of change. You got to adapt. You have to be able to, um, you know, do what you love doing, but also, like, like we were talking about before, kind of keeping people happy and stuff like that too. Yeah, it, it, it's a it's a delicate kind balance. of balance. Yeah, yeah. it really yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, and, and it seems like as you're building something that you know you're good at, you know you've got a path, you know that you found it, and you know you're getting better every day. Mm-hmm. But you still are balancing that. I'm sure there comes a point at, in life where somebody does something long enough, they finally go, "No, I know what the hell I'm doing." Yeah, Just yeah. Step out of the way for sure. <laughs> you for know? sure. But I'm I'm not there yet. Me you know? <laughs> either. I mean, even just like specifically the menu thing. You know, when she told me, "Hey, you should have a menu," my initial reaction was like, "Yeah, you're probably right, but I don't know. We've been doing it without a menu this far, so why do we need one?" And then I was realizing, like, wait, but actually, this would be a really nice touch to have a custom menu. You know, so that way you're. Menu says it's hosted by this company yeah. and it's on this date. And then, you know, then I realized, oh, wait, now everybody's going to hang on to these menus and make these drinks, you know, in the future. And that's like my favorite thing, too, is I'll do an event and, you know, meet a lot of people. So I don't always remember everybody's name or, or if they've if we've worked together in the past and I'll have an event and somebody will be like, hey, Chris, I've been making espresso martinis oh, awesome. every weekend like with your recipe. And I'm like, wait, really? That's so cool. That, <laughs> that makes me so happy. Well, and, and you yeah. know, I mean, like that was, like I had, we had a friend in California who, uh, shout out to Jason. He he was a bartender just yeah. in college, yeah. but he had like his signature margarita. Cool. And I remember one year he made those for us and I was like, I loved them, you know, and everybody loved them. And, uh, and I remember going, all right, I, I live in Texas. So yeah. we're going home for Christmas. So like, 
I'm going to take this thing home and I'm going to just impress everybody. I know how to make it. The Sucharita. The Sucharita. Yeah, his last name was Suchek. Yeah. <laughs> he called it the Sucharita. And was it amazing? Did everybody love it? So... No, I, I, no so because I, Matthew was the guy that didn't keep I, track. Of I didn't. The, oh, I didn't. Yeah. I, I had it. I had the ball. It was mine to score. I fumbled. Gotcha. Like, but gotcha. I, but when I got the thing was, well, number one, I started drinking before I started yes. making them, yes. and then I was just like, Woo, you know, so, <laughs> you guys want a double? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. So, but when I got back, I was like, damn, sorry, Jamie, I'm sorry, I, 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 I have it up, but you know, you yeah. show me again, I'll get it next nice. time. Nice. Yeah, yeah. 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 For sure. That's so funny. <laughs> uh did you get your other did you have another question there or not oh okay well mm -hmm. i actually think oh no no there is another one you have a march madness promo oh we do yeah, yeah. so we're doing we're, we're like you know we're trying to keep it fun we're trying to keep it different and unique and so we have an incredible uh partner that brings us events like they're an event hosting platform they're called you know boombox events and they bring us, uh, you know, events people want to do virtual mixology, and so they're like, "Hey, why don't we keep keep some things fresh? Want to do a Valentine's event?" I'm like, "Yeah." So we came up with that Valentine's menu I was talking about, and then this month I was like, "Everybody's gonna be doing St. Patrick's Day. Everybody's yeah. gonna be yeah. doing St. Patrick's Day." I was like, "Let's do March Madness." I'm a basketball guy. It's, Me too. It's like yeah. My thing. Yes. Nice. Uh, and so I was like, "Let's come up with a bracket. Sweet sixteen of cocktails." We'll narrow it down to four, the final four, and everybody gets to choose three from that four and vote on their favorite. And then we're gonna release the the winner, the the champion. We're gonna crown the champion on. Uh, <laughs> I guess that would be April fourth. Would be the national championship game. So okay, we're gonna, we're gonna put it out on social. So to participate, yeah. how do yeah? How do you participate? You get so yeah, be a part of one of the events. Okay. Um, if anybody wants to participate. You know, on their own, yeah, yeah, we can definitely sell a kit. Oh, okay. Oh, absolutely. Okay, yeah. cool. That's that's a thing too that we're trying to roll out, and and you know, it, it's a process. Nothing's just overnight, but we're trying to cater to people who are like, hey, there's like two of us, and we want to do this fun thing instead yeah. of like a group of twenty or a hundred, right? Yeah. And so we're trying to figure out ways in which we can include people who are like, I live in the middle of nowhere, and there are no cool bars around here. Can you send me the stuff to make? great drinks and be our bartender. And so we're trying to figure that out um, because that, that would be really cool. It's almost like uh, military guys who are getting stationed over in places where they can't, you know, I feel like that this would be yeah. a thing. By that, themselves. That, yeah, yeah, they're stuck by themselves. Know. It could be something that they they would, I mean, shit, they probably love to drink. I know, right? You exactly, know? <laughs> yeah. I'm curious about finding your audience. So you said that like this, um, recent, like the, this big cocktail that you mm -hmm. made, like that was just by chance from an inquiry. Like, yep. so was that Google ad worth yeah. the money? Oh. You know, like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. It's a lot of money to invest and that's a terrifying thought. But then when you get the return on the investment, you're like, okay, this, this is how it works. You got to spend money to make money, right? Is what they say. Yeah. yeah. So, and it actually, yeah. that held true. In and that case. was literally, yeah. you didn't know anybody. They just found, did you they ever have a conversation me. with them yeah. about like, so how did you get in touch with us? Yeah. On our website, there's like a little drop down menu. Like, how did you hear of us? And it was like, yeah, Google ad. So they were just like, who knows what they were searching? Like cocktail maker or who knows, right? And, and stumbled on my website. How did you get yours elevated? Cause I know yeah. Google has all these different algorithms. So many algorithms. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like a daily, 
thing that I focus on, like what are our keywords, all that stuff. It's like I said before, you got to have the right people in place that know that stuff, that know SEO and Google ad keywords and stuff like that. Um, and that's an art form in and of itself. It really is. It really is. There's so much that goes into it. Um, so you, mind boggling. So, so your team member that was kind of saying, okay, here's what you need to do mm-hmm. to get us search. Like when people search us mm-hmm. and we want to be up at the top, yep. you connect your, your site to certain words in Google. Like when you mm-hmm. sign up for your Google ad, yeah. it says, what keywords do you want? <laughs> yep. So as like a, a guy who had never done any marketing or advertising, when I decided to launch that first Google ad, I had no idea. I was like, what a virtual happy hour. Can it just be all this money spent on that one word? And they were like, no, we build a, a campaign. We build a thing. And if you spend Holy a Lord. certain amount of money with Google per month, they dedicate an ad specialist to your account. So major huge shout out to my guy, Aaron wow. at Google, because he and I have become friends. They is he here local? He is in Arizona. Oh, yeah. okay. So he uh, was on, they only put in a specialist on your account for like the first two or three months. And then you're like, okay, go swim on your own, you know? Uh, but he was like, he's like, dude, this, I love this campaign. Like I love working on this thing in the beginning. Cause he's know, probably seen so much growth. It was, it was crazy in the beginning. Uh, and I, I still hold on to this little little uh, compliment that he gave me. He was like, dude, you're getting conversion percentages that Nike pays like tens of thousands of dollars a month to get. And I was like, are you for real? Like, what? Are you? How is this real life? It doesn't even make wow. sense. Yeah. It was like the yeah. perfect collision of yeah. pandemic, yeah. being stuck at home, yeah. people needing some kind of interaction. Yeah. Wow. And I, he I, knew the words that he did. And, and, you know, I collaborated with him there too. Cause I was like, Hey man, you didn't put in virtual happy hour or something like that. And I'm like, that's literally what, that's what do. it is. Yeah. yeah. And the way I kind of describe it is like, you know, COVID kind of created a vacuum and there was just this huge need for connection, right? We were all locked in our houses. I mean, yeah. It's been two years, but if you think back, it's- like, we didn't know what was going on. All no. the bars and restaurants were just closed. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You could get takeout and that's it. And they had gloves. And I remember taking a walk to walk my dog and I ran into a friend and I gave him a big, huge hug. And he looked at me and goes, dude, I don't think we're supposed to hug each other. And I was like, oh, you're sure. right. It's, it's COVID. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. So COVID just created this huge vacuum for the need for connection. And me and a lot of other people that do virtual events and, and whatever just kind of put everything we had into that space and, 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 uh, really tried to, to fill that need for people to connect. And it's kind of funny. I talk about my family a lot, right? I'm Italian. So, yeah, yeah. you know, we got this Jersey Italian Sopranos type family, but <laughs> no mafia ties. No. Uh, that's not why I'm in Texas. This is not <laughs> witness relocation. Yeah. But, uh, so you're not really Chris Norkin. Yeah. Shh, don't <laughs> yeah. say that. Uh-huh. Um, so when the pandemic started, I think I was, I was mentioning it earlier before we started recording that Chelsea and I were watching like a ton of master chef, right? That's all it was. We're just binging Gordon Ramsay. He's amazing. Right. The show's awesome. And I got the idea. I was like, dude, like we should do like a virtual master chef with all our family kind of spread out. Um, and so we did it 
And it was a lot of fun. We like chose a secret ingredient, like name out of the hat kind of thing. And it was like chocolate maybe, I don't know. But we all like yeah, had to come cool. up with a dish that involved chocolate. Now, obviously we can't taste it. So we had to take pictures of it. And I think we had our grandma vote on it. And she was like, oh, oh that one's pretty. We'll go with that yeah. one, <laughs> right? And so then we did that and it snowballed into this big, huge summer camp, right? We called it uh, Camp Izzo. That's our 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 our, our mom's maiden name, right? And so we had summer camp Izzo and each cousin had to come up with a different event, right? So we did one that was like, uh, who can put a puzzle together the fastest and drink a bottle of wine. That is right? awesome. Oh my gosh. What a great challenge. Oh, it was amazing. <laughs> my mom and my, my sister, we, my, yeah. my mom and sister's going That's on that. That's right. Yeah. They love puzzles. Yeah. 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 And wine. And wine. Okay. And <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, and then one cousin did like a, uh, a sip and paint class, right? Where she like told us what we were going to paint. Um, and one cousin was like, all right, who can eat a 20 piece McNugget and fries and a Coke the fastest. Oh my so God. Like, all these crazy events. And like, it just kind of helped my process along of being like, there's just so much creativity in this field of virtual connection. Let's not call it virtual it's the wild events. west. I mean, it, it, you it know, is. yeah, there's, there's, there's a need for it. It's fun when you do it right. Like, obviously if you're work from home and your boss is kind of a jerk or something and calls a bunch of meetings that should be emails. Right. And you're like, just, Oh, get me off this zoom. Then it sucks. I get yeah. that. But if you're like in your kitchen, you're making drinks, you maybe you're on your back porch, you're making drinks you're having fun. It can be a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah and that's, yeah. that's, that's kind of the cool thing that we I definitely learned. had a couple of moments like that when it first started. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, and yeah, I mean, it, it's just amazing how people, I mean, we need that connection. Yes. Right? We just, we have to have it. Yep. And if being able to see each other, you know, as much as you feel like you're on zoom or our whatever virtual meeting <laughs> overload if you're working if you're working during the day mm -hmm. and then your family or friends want to like, oh, do a happy hour yeah yeah, yeah then you're kind of like uh however mm -hmm. you know the the ability to see somebody mm -hmm. you know if you can't physically be with them and look at them at least you can see them yeah. across the screen so, yeah. yeah yeah and the intimacy of it like i can see into your home yeah you can see into my home you know, that's why we bartend all of our events from our kitchen. You yeah. know, our cocktails from home. Yeah. You can into my house. Like, I, I'm not in a studio. I'm not, yeah, right. I'm not yeah. on a set. This is yeah. my kitchen. Yeah. That's your kitchen. <laughs> that's your work from home desk. Like, we're all just kind of, yeah. and it's cool too, because like, we'll, we'll, we'll shout people out and uh, I'll be like, hey, uh, you know, Nate, nice shaking technique. Or like I said, we don't sell the alcohol. So people love showing off their bottles. Yeah. Like, oh, check out this whiskey. And then yep. we'll launch into like a half hour conversation of, well, what is bourbon? What is rye? What do you like to drink? What do you like to drink? And that kind of stuff. So again, yeah, we just try to keep it as fun as possible and, and have a good time with it. So, so cool. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's a way cool idea. And the more that just hearing you talk about it is is actually, it's kind of mind boggling how many avenues you can yeah. take with it, you know? Yeah. So we're gonna have to do a follow up for sure. Yes, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. yeah. We got awesome. some interesting things yeah. planned. What's coming? Ourselves and yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, oh yeah. And for so sure. hopefully we gotta, we'll have a follow up and and get to uh, talk about that down the road. Once we got yeah. it going, yeah, yeah, I think that's a good idea because yeah. we've Can't got let the cat out of the bag just yet. Yeah, yeah. not, no, it's not, yeah. <laughs> not but the, yet. But there is more. There yes, is more. Now, right. are we gonna try to make one of these? I think I think we should. What do you okay. guys think? Okay. I'm in. Sure. Let's do it. So. 
like I said, we're doing the March Madness and we're doing the final four of cocktails. If if the apple cider whiskey sour doesn't win the championship, I would be surprised. Ooh. So that is what we're gonna make today. Made, okay. made a prediction too. Yes, I love it. yeah, yeah. I filled out my bracket. <laughs> <laughs> um, so do you want to make this one? Sure. Cool. All right. Um, so you've got your shaker, right? Okay. So again, like when we put these shaker sets together, we wanted to make sure we used all the tools that working bartenders prefer. Nothing kind of extra that's just going to gather dust on the shelf. We want to use the good stuff, right? So you have a two-piece shaker there. Okay. I usually suggest you make, you add all your ingredients into the small side. Okay. Uh, and then this is your jigger. Um, so okay. that's a Japanese style jigger. So it's got a nice slim taper. You've seen probably some that have like a wide taper. Yes. That means bigger surface area, more spillage. This is the opposite. Smaller okay. surface area, less spillage, more accurate pours. Okay. Um, precise. Yes. Precise. Precision yeah. is key when yes. making cocktails. So okay. here's your lemon juice. If okay. you want to a half ounce of lemon juice. And that's the top? Yes. Okay. Yes. So that's the Do right. I fill it to the top? Mm -hmm. yep. Okay. As high as you can get it. That's perfect. Okay. Oh, man, Denise. Wow. Yeah. Professional going at it. Okay. Very nice. Okay. And now you'll also, also use lime juice. This one? Yes. So I like to do a balance of lemon and lime. So make it same? Yep. Okay. We'll do a, a one to one ratio there. Uh, I find you get more depth of flavor when you combine lemon and lime juice uh, together. Now you know. Very nice. <laughs> okay. Very nice. All right. All right. So this is like our secret ingredient. For okay. the apple cider whiskey sour. Okay. Uh, this is an alpine spiced cider mix, right? So it's okay. intended to be mixed with hot water and you get like a hot apple cider beverage. And so I tried that and I was like, okay, this needs booze. So we came up with this apple cider whiskey sour. So you're going to throw that whole package. Okay. Rip it open. Yep. Give it okay. a little tear. These are hard to rip. Oh, there you go. Okay. Uh, you can add that whole and package. And put it in here. Yep. Exactly. Okay. The secret ingredient. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. We filmed this one too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. This. I was just yeah. gonna say the smoke coming yep. off there. It smells right? good. Yeah. Yeah. It's got those apple, cinnamon, baking spice kind of flavors. Yeah. Um. So we'll get to the fun stuff. We can okay. add the whiskey. The whole, how much? So yeah. So those little uh, like airplane shot bottles are like a precisely measured okay. ounce and a half, which okay. is your standard shot. Okay. So you don't have to measure that one. You pour it in right there. in there. Yep. Okay. You'll notice also that we start with the least expensive ingredients first, right? So that way, if you make a mistake and you have to throw it away, if you started with the whiskey, you're going to have to throw away the whiskey. Uh, you know, good if call. You, if you wanted to grab cranberry, but you grab pineapple, you're like, oh, crap, I got to start over. This way, we add the whiskey last. Okay, so that's just okay. standard rule of thumb. Let's, yes, yeah. yes. That's kind of like bartender's okay. uh, way. So we're going to get... A little crazy here. Okay. If you're feeling adventurous, you want to try the egg white? Yeah. Okay, cool. I yeah. highly recommend it. Have you guys had egg white cocktails before? Yes. Awesome. And From like you, real actually. Light. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're, yeah, they're, they're, when you're adding an egg white, you're not adding flavor or aroma. Like your drink's not going to taste like scrambled eggs. Uh, you're really just going for the, um, the texture. The froth? So, yes, the froth. Exactly. Thank you. Um, like if you picture a latte, it has like that layer of foam yes. on top. That's what we're trying to get here with the uh, whiskey sour. So you can okay. add that whole egg white okay. to your um, shaker. Yep. Okay. Um, 
And so people probably wonder about raw egg white. Awesome. You just took the words right out of okay. my mouth. So the whiskey kills all the, all the, any kind of weird stuff. <laughs> yeah, the alcohol takes care of it. Oh my that's gosh. That's amazing. Okay. So I don't know proper way to, yeah, you'll have <laughs> yes. to tell me what to do now. So this one, it gets a little technical. And okay. the reason is we want to emulsify all the ingredients with the egg white. We don't want to just shake it with ice, cool it and drink it. We want to get as much air incorporated into the egg white as possible. So we're going to do what bartenders call a dry shake. Okay. So you'll take the small side. Okay. Pour it onto the top one. Pour it in here. Pour it right in. Yep. Okay. And you're going to put that small side right, right oh in gosh, there. Yeah. I always feel like I'm going to make it go everywhere. No, you you're good. It. It's okay. Perfect, perfect job. Okay. Uh, so you'll notice that it doesn't make like a perfect seal, right? Correct. So you do want it kind of off to the side. Yeah, I want a it a little, little bit. bit. Yep. Okay. And give it a little... Little hit on top just to kind of reinforce that seal, give it okay. a little push. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. Okay. And so now the name of the game is shaking vigorously. Oh, right? So gosh. the harder you shake this, <laughs> the more air incorporates, the velvetier okay. your drink's gonna be. So when you shake, you wanna shake over your shoulder. Okay. And with a smile. And a huge okay, smile. So this yes. is sealed, do you think? I just oh, sealed there it. We go. Here, let me give you a Okay, little, why don't you make sure it's right? There we go. Okay. All right, so. A little word of caution, when you're doing your dry shake, <laughs> the egg white is expanding in there. Okay. So it can form a little pressure. So give it like five really hard shakes real quick. Right like now. this? Like Hold it like this? Shoulder, like back and go forth. Go for it. Yeah. Okay. Just go for oh it. Oh God, I feel like it's gonna dump all go over for me. It. Okay, five. Yeah. <laughs> you okay. got it. And so now I like to kind of separate them. I can hear them. it. Yep. So okay. now I like to separate them. Okay. And let, let that pressure out. Okay. Right? And then give it another good Good dry shake. Do it again. Do it again. Yep. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. And now we're gonna pass it to Matt. Oh. Yep. Matt, let the pressure out. Separate okay. them. And now get in there. Give it a good pop. And I mean, dude, as hard as you can. Just like yes. <laughs> that's yep. There it is. Yep. Beautiful. Get a picture for the gram. <laughs> Chicken, <laughs> the whiskey salad. Love it. All right, that's perfect. All right. Now, do you have a couple ice cubes? I should have. Sure do. Yeah, I can forward. grab that. I'll grab them. Oh, you grab okay, that. Cool. Whew, got my heart rate up. Yes. Oh, and it's kind of scary. I didn't tell you to be, be working out today. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so when you look in there, does it have like big fluffy bubbles? I definitely <laughs> does. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's perfect. Three I would put all of them in there. Yeah. All three of them. Uh, when you're making drinks, you want to have more ice than than not enough, um, because what we're doing with the ice now is we're chilling the drink, diluting it a little bit, and also aerating the ingredients because now there's something to agitate in there. So now okay. you just give it a regular old cocktail shake, okay. ten or fifteen seconds. And that should be perfect. And All now right. you're gonna take that top off. And if you wanna do like the, if it's kind of stuck, you gotta hit it on the side. Like, uh, yep, there you go. I think I just saw it come off. Oh, perfect. Yeah. All right, so this is your Hawthorne strainer. Okay. You wanna pass that down? Yes. That'll fit right on top of the big side. Upside, yep, there you go. And okay. that little notch is like, yep, exactly. A little place to hold your finger. Right there. Yep. And you're gonna just strain out the ice. And you wanna take a little time. Uh, the egg whites 
kind of viscous. So you want to be patient, make sure you get everything out of that shaker. Okay. And that looks amazing. There you go. Whoa. Yeah, you got like the perfect foam on oh, top. Oh, we got it. That looks awesome. Right on. Okay. Now what? And now you enjoy. That's <laughs> now you enjoy. That's, that's it? it. Yeah. I mean, you can get fancy and give it yeah. a little garnish. Yeah. But, uh, okay. You I'm know, right. I, I want to try that sucker. Oh, hell yeah. That's is it delicious. Amazing? Yeah. That is delicious. Ooh, man. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yeah, that that's is a damn delicious. good whiskey drink. Yes. <laughs> wow. Whiskey sour. Yeah. That with is delicious. an egg white. With an egg white, yeah. And so like the egg white is not like a new hipster kind of like trend. It actually dates back to like 1800s. Uh, you know, you got craft bartenders, pre-prohibition era, putting egg whites in cocktails to kind of, you know, thicken the drink uh, and give it a little bit more substance. Uh, and, the, and the whiskey sour, again, we like to give a little fun backstory about some of these drinks, even though who knows how accurate these stories right. are. But you know, what the internet tells me is that the whiskey mm. sour dates back to like, again, the 1800s and it was invented by the, the British Royal Navy. And so they were out at sea for months at a time. And in order to prevent scurvy, they had to drink citrus. And so these sailors were like, well, if I have to drink citrus, I'm putting whiskey in it. And they invented the whiskey <laughs> oh sour. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. And then it got rid of everything because you had the whiskey yeah, and yeah, you yeah. had the citrus I'm not going to lie. Like I've, I, I've jumped on the old-fashioned bandwagon, sure. and I love them. Yeah. This is I, – I want to remake this. This nice. is incredible. Yeah. Awesome. Wow. Thanks, Chris. That was That is – now we know how to make a proper drink. That's yeah. a proper drink that, right yeah, there. Yeah, right on. Who and knew? Amaretto sour, if you like a little amaretto. Okay. Same thing with an egg white. Yeah. Pisco sour is also a classic egg okay. white cocktail. Instead of the whiskey, you just, you just put amaretto. amaretto. You just, yeah. Oh, yeah. Your so sister when you combine, yeah, she likes it. Uh, like lemon and lime and something sweet. Like we skip the simple syrup and we just use this uh, powder mix. Oh. That's basically making like a homemade sour mix. So if you oh. ever go to like Specs or yeah. a liquor store and you get a bottle of sour mix, put it back, make your own. Fresh okay. lemon, fresh lime, simple syrup. Okay. Boom. And then you've got your sour mix. Make margaritas, whiskey sours, Tom Collins, like whatever. You get crazy. You add a little that's fresh man. juice and, and we and, shooting texts to you here like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did we get this right I that's the thing so. too now all my friends are like oh hey you got to give me all the recipes yeah uh, you remember tanya we were yeah. at her house when, yeah. when we filmed and she's like how do you make a mexican martini and that's austin staple that right? is yes. for sure it yes. really is and i was never familiar with like mexi marts before moving here and now it's all there. You know, yeah. It's all yeah. the rage, I guess. And, and so I gave her my recipe and she's like, I make it all the time. People love it. I'm like, That's, yes. Yeah. What's I mean, something from New Jersey that we don't like? Yeah. If Mexican martinis bombs, are here. Jager bombs. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Showering yes. that shit. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yes. I grew up on the Jersey shore and I'm Italian. I fit the uh, stereotype. <laughs> That's amazing. That is great. That's well, um, I have my top three. Well, let's hear them. Okay. And so, you know, Chris, we talked about this earlier. We always um, kind of round out the episode with top, like three things that we heard that really stuck with us. And, um, you know, hopefully creative moonlighters that are listening, they'll take it and run with whatever those ideas are that you shared. So um, I'll start and then you guys add to whatever it is. Um, So the first thing I heard was 
um, that stuck with me was do what you're great at, right? Focus at the things that you're really passionate about. And then um, the things that you're just not well-versed in, hire people that you trust to do it. Yeah. That's huge. That, that, that stood was, out to me too. That was the biggest lesson I learned over these past couple of years was like, <clears throat> I know drinks. I know how to talk to people, converse, you know, teach, that kind of stuff. I don't know taxes. Yeah. I, I got to get my guy, John, on here to, to help me with that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, we wouldn't have grown to the level that we're at now if I didn't have a CPA and, and financial advisors. And, 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 you know, that's just my story. Somebody right. else might be like, look, I know numbers, yeah. but yeah. I don't know cocktails. Yes. So let me hire a exactly. bartender. And it's vice versa, you know. So yeah, do what you love, do what you know, do what you think that you're great at and whatever you are deficient at, and not deficient in a bad way, but whatever you're not, yeah. you know, great at, yeah, find people who are. How that's, early on in your business did you do that? Like pretty quickly? It wasn't um, because I found out the cost of an LLC and I was like, dude, I don't want that. Like, yeah, <laughs> there's yeah. no way I'm spending that money. Yeah. But everybody was like, you, you gotta. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, Chelsea's dad is a, is a business owner too. And I asked him, I was like, should I get LLC? He's like, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'll do it. Now yeah. it's worth it. Yeah. 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 And, and I mean, our mantra too is kind of like when the time is right, you'll know it. Sure. You know, totally so you, you, yeah. it, your business grows and then, you know, you need to go to that. Yeah. Next I knew level. that I didn't need a website until I got that first hundred person event. You know, before then I knew it was just like a side hustle. It yeah. was just a fun thing I was doing on Instagram and whatnot. And then when it got real, I was like, oh, I got to get real. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, that is that's um, so true. So yeah. such perfect timing to do yeah. something yeah. like that. Um, okay. The second thing that I heard you say is that if you want to make money and this kind of goes back to this first yeah. one too, but like, if you want to make money, you've got to be able to, um, be willing to spend some money to make your business thrive. You're essentially yeah. a vet investing in yourself. It's I mean, so true. You know? And it's hard to like, as somebody who'd never had business ownership aspirations, you know, both my parents were business owners. My sister has a, has a small business too. And so it's kind of like in my DNA, like I saw it growing up, but I never really thought that that would be my path. But then when I realized, all right, we're going to do this. Uh, I was terrified of taking those financial risks. Like, I mean, Google ads are not cheap, <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, and I was just like, you know, I tell people, I'm like, I'm thinking about spending this much money on Google ads. And they were like, more power to you, man. Like, right. And I was just like, I had to believe in myself. I had yeah. to believe in what we were offering and and take that risk. So yeah, your 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 second point makes me think of of, of like risk taking. Yeah. Cause they say fortune favors the bold, you know, no risk, no reward, that kind of thing. And there there's little nuggets of truth in that that yeah. like you gotta risk it. Yeah. And you gotta be prepared for it not to work too. I've definitely taken risks over the past couple of years that haven't panned out. And I'm like, well, that's not a thing anymore. Yeah. But now I know. Yeah. If I didn't take the risk, I never would have known. Yeah. yeah. One thing that always sticks out to me is like this idea of continuous improvement and mm. um, like the, it's like continuous improvement science, you know, a sure. thing. And they yeah. use the three A's, which is adopt, adapt, abandon. 
Ooh, and it's like you down. gotta wow. know. All right, you gotta I heard know that the, before. Yeah, the things that you're going. I heard the two A's. A A. No, adopt, <laughs> adopt, adapt, abandon, and it's like these are the things that worked for me, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, keep them. I'm gonna adopt them. Yeah. But these things worked, but eh, they need a little tweaking, so I'm gonna adapt it. And these things totally didn't work, and I'm abandoning. That it. Yeah, totally cool. boils down so many of the like experiences I've had yeah. as a, as a business owner, entrepreneur, whatever you want to call it. Um, but yeah, adopt, adapt, abandon. Easy to remember. Totally too. makes sense. Yeah. yeah totally and, makes sense. And I mean, in, in your situation, what's so great about having you on here is you're the epitome of why this podcast was created. Yeah. Actually oh, wow. you're on the, the epitome. You're, you're doing the thing that it, that I mean, it's called creative moonlighting because sure. most of the creative endeavors that we, take on our nights and weekends and yes, the side thing. yes oh yeah yeah and there comes in there comes a time when you're gonna have to either say i'm cool with just doing this nights and weekends forever mm -hmm. or i'm gonna turn this into a daylighting right thing. Yeah. yeah and right. you're doing that that's so yeah. cool in, yeah. in some ways it was like <clears throat> my hand was forced it like took on a life of its own before i was even ready for it yeah the second event i ever did i wanted to cancel it so bad i was like dude i'm so nervous i and like i was like pouring the drink on camera and my hand was shaking like this and then ever since then it's been smooth sailing but but like yeah it, it was it was not they're like know. are you in an earthquake or yeah, what's, what's going wrong on with this guy who's yeah. our bartender yeah um, um he's got okay. shakes he stayed up late yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's Get an interesting drink. choice for the talent on yeah. camera um okay so my third one was just don't underestimate the value of connection and that um especially in light of where we've been in the past two years, we weren't used to it, but virtual can be done in the right way to yeah. still facilitate that kind of, you know, important connection that people need. Yeah. I think it's awesome to talk about virtual in a positive way. Cause I haven't actually yeah. heard it talked about in a positive I way. I agree. I you agree. Know? It's, it's people give it a bad rap and we're trying to separate ourselves from the pandemic. Like this is not a, a pandemic only thing this can be something that we go in the future with and and continue to have fun with it you know we've had again i i, I i'm so grateful for some of the regulars that i have that continually do events with me you know major shout out to robin uh hopefully she listens to this and, yeah. and she's my number one forever but uh in other events too we've had people announce that they're pregnant you know, like they have a small Isn't work that team. Crazy? It's so cool of like 10, 15 <laughs> so cool. people. And the gal gets up there and she's like, so I am not adding vodka to my drink today because I want to let you guys know Aww. that we're expecting. And I'm like, dude, yeah, I don't even know y'all, but this is so cool. Yeah. Just, yeah. And so like, it's, it's, it's a way to, to connect. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the, we also do events where everyone's in the same room instead of remote. Yeah. Those get crazy. Yeah, <laughs> those are fun. Those are a lot of. Yeah. A lot of it would fun be too. the one time where it would be fun, like, because um, it's hard to facilitate a group of people. That's actually part mm. of my job, like my okay. my daytime sure. job, facilitate people that are in a room together, but mm. you're on the computer screen. It's not easy. Not easy, but I would think the one time it would be cool is if they all have 
alcohol in yes. there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. For sure. And they've all been pre-gaming already. And yeah. I get on. They're like, Chris, yeah, yeah dude. I'm like, yeah, let's yeah. do it. Let's this, do it. I, I think you. that, I think I, I wouldn't mind partaking in that kind of yeah, situation. I mean, it's, yeah. that, in that way, it's almost like, you're like, yeah, this is playing right into what we need. Yeah. yeah it's like you're a group together, like, yeah. like old times, but you have your private bartender yeah. up on the screen. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of cool. Exactly. Yeah. Well, so all right, you got your three out. I got my three. Have we missed? Have we left anything on yeah, the table? Yeah, Chris, other what than, are we missing? I, I don't know. Um, Upcoming I, I event. We well, I think it, yeah. important things for people to hear is like, where do they find you? Sure. sure yep. Yeah. Cocktailsfromhome.com. Okay. Uh, we've That's got what you settled on. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Not virtual bartenders. And yeah. sorry to virtualbartendersusa.com. <laughs> yeah. Somebody got there. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they just got advertised many yeah, times. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. You know? I'm going to lose all the. What did that guy say he was? <laughs> virtual? Yeah. No. Uh, so, yeah. Cocktailsfromhome.com. We've got links to the social. The Instagram is cocktails.from.home. So, it's a little harder to remember, but okay. yeah, cocktailsfromhome.com. We'll put we it in like the show a, notes too. Cool. So, yeah. yeah. Awesome. And then um, upcoming events like in Austin that. Yeah, that people should check out. We are going to be down on the streets hitting the pavement at South by Southwest. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So we've got some cool giveaways that we're doing. Um, we are going to be out there mainly during tech week. Okay. So, you know, that's our, our kind of demographic, you know, and so we want to meet as many people as possible um, down there, down downtown during South by and just uh, have a good time with it. Um, we're looking into... Hopefully someday doing like a a public event, right? So everybody can join in, buy a kit, and all join in. And that way, it, in theory, it'll be even more fun because yeah. nobody knows each other, and it'd be a way to meet people and stuff like that. But you know, that's that's down the road. But yeah, cocktailsfromhome.com. Hit us up. Awesome. Yeah. Join the March Madness. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And Cheers. I think apple cider is gonna win, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think so. It is. Cheers. Thanks, Chris. Thank this you so much. So we'll do fun. it again. Thank you, guys. This was awesome.